My farts are bath, or not bath salts. <laughs> my farts are smelling salts. My farts are bath salts. <laughs> I farted and some dude ate another dude's face Turn off. Turn him into a zombie. Who would have thought? Weird. Th- That's weird how shit. the zombie plague starts, Justin. That's patient zero is <laughs> someone who smelled a fart. Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we are so happy to be here with you. Justin is rested. He is <laughs> high on caffeine. And high he's on been bath Doug Fart Bath Salts. Doug Doug Barth <laughs> can't talk. <laughs> yes. So, I'm rested. I'm high on caffeine. I'm high on water. Yes. I'm high on everything. We're happy to be here. We're happy to be here. It's great. It's, it's a wonderful. beautiful day outside. For us right now, don't know what it's out there right you know for you guys. But when you're listening to this, I can't guarantee what the weather's going to be. But right now, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's outside. wonderful outside. It's nice. It's I'm kind of a shit go, show. I'm traffic go for wise. a run outside. What is going on today? I don't know. Shamrock shuffles tomorrow. It can't be. That's what. But it, I don't know what's going on shit today. Show out there, I like whatever direction you're going, north, south, east, west. It is they a got traffic guards dis- at the the intersections waving people. It's on. been bad for a couple weeks anyway. No whenever I've gone to get Natalie. It's just been, it's been infuriating because yeah. people drive a bus blocked the intersection going north and south on uh, on Wabash. So I was like, "Great, nice job, you fucker." I hate that shit so much. I'm like, "Come on, man!" Yeah. Like, I'm so just I don't want to block intersections at all because not only do I feel like, "Hey, I'm gonna die," but it's just so rude. <laughs> but it's been bad over there for a while, and I don't know why. I don't know yeah. what's going on. I know there's a lot of construction, but that shouldn't be the real reason. Now this is this is event level traffic today. Like yeah. when I walked out, when yeah. I took Abby out earlier to play fetch over across the street, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was I walked out and I was like, "This is event level. This is when." When the Bears are playing, this is Sunday Bears, or when there's a concert at Soldier Field, or when President's in town, or when something is going on. This is event-level traffic. Yeah. This isn't just construction traffic. Yeah, it's super yeah. bad. There's something going on. I don't I don't know what... I can't... I mean, the only thing that I know that's happening this weekend is the Shamrock Shuffle tomorrow morning. And that's not... I mean, that's big, but it's not that big. It can get bad around yeah. here. Like, last year, a woman was telling me that she was... Apparently, I wasn't up early enough last year, but <laughs> she was like, we couldn't even cross the street. Yeah. Over to Grant Park because it was the. I guess it runs down Michigan. Sure. So. Well, I mean that's that's the thing about those races. At certain points, it's difficult. Yeah, or yeah. It can be challenging, but for the most part, it's like and it happens so early in the morning. Yeah. For most times, that like it doesn't affect a whole lot right. unless it's the marathon. The what? The marathon. The what? The marathon. The what? It's a league joke. <laughs> you can't say that now without doing that. I no, know. Yeah. I'm the same way. Jill and I are the same way. It's like the marathon. What? <laughs> in case you guys don't know, that's from the show The League on FX. Uh, uh, Andre was going to run the marathon, and, and they were going, all the what? Because he was braggadocious about it. Yeah. So they were every time he said the word marathon, they said the what? Just to yeah. piss him off. Jokes are so good when you explain them. Absolutely. You know, isn't that funny? Do you think that's how they wrote that joke in the writers' room? Okay, what if Andre is really braggadocious <laughs> about this, and then everyone says what to piss him off? <laughs> they go, I don't, I don't oh, know. Like, let's try it, and they did such and a it good worked. Job yeah. Improvising it, then they made it work. <laughs> That's so good. It's kind of, it really is the worst. And, and when you try to analyze analyze a joke or comedy, it just is the worst. Yeah, like breaking it down, like trying to figure out, okay, what part is – there's actually people that do that. Did right. you know that? Like there's an actual course you can take at like I think Columbia College and part of their uh, 
there's like comedy studies over there. Really? They have something that's like literally will break down comedy, like what's funny, what's not in the history of comedy. See, I feel like I would like to take that class just to see what it's about. Yeah. Because it, it may, done in the right context, it may work. Like it may, every time that you and I or anyone has ever tried to break down humor, though, mm-hmm. I, I've never heard it done to the point, every time it's broken down, I'm like, it's not funny. I don't, it's, it's, this has completely lost its magic for me, sure. but it, it, it very well, Steve Martin, I get the, um, uh, the Facebook ads for master classes yeah. and I really, Aaron Sorkin's one, I really kind of mm-hmm. want to take that one. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Sorkin did a screenwriting class. Um, uh, Kevin Spacey did an acting class. Steve Martin is doing a comedy class. Mm-hmm. And I actually was thinking about just doing a month subscription so I could get access to that just to see what it was about. And sure. I would, I, but to that end, I'm assuming if Steve Martin's breaking down comedy for you, yeah, it's it's got to be it's got to be good. It's I can't make sense. Right? I can't imagine someone like that breaking down comedy and then everyone walking out going, oh, "Comedy's boring." Yeah, right. It's kind of like when Neil deGrasse Tyson teaches anything. It's like, yeah, it's like no, it's pretty interesting. Right, you're engaged in it. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I th- I think I can't remember who I actually there was a couple times uh, in conservatory where we did some comedy study stuff and they really broke it down and I was like, woof. It's a lot of information. Yeah. And it was like something I wasn't terribly interested in at the point time, but I'm curious about it now. I think it'd be fun to, to go through it. So when they did that, was it actually saying, like, did they break down the structure of a joke? Or this is funny because, and then they went through the political and the socio, like... They they take it back to, like, Greek times of, like, humor and, like, different things. Like, Interesting. this is funny because you're basically um, making fun of yourself or making fun of society. This is funny because you're doing this, that, or the other. Like, they really broke it down yeah, yeah. to, like, a very interesting conceptual sort of... Did they take actual <clears throat> either jokes or or sections of Second City shows, like classic Second City shows? I think they probably do that examples? in the full course. What I got was a real quick sort okay. of, like, crash course. So it sounds like you got more workshops. of a history of... Well, because one of the things we had to do was he 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 has, we we learn about all the stuff and then he assigned like we broke them into different groups. He goes, all right, so you're going to take these different aspects and you're going to make you're going to come up with a, a pitch, okay, for okay for something. So here's what this is, and there you go. So we were given different aspects that we learned about, and then we had to try and uh, apply them in a pitch. Yeah, for, okay, for a sketch or something like that. Well, so, that's interesting. Which was interesting. I was like, okay, cool. But yeah, you can break that shit down all you want, son. The what? What? The marathon. Oh. I was like, I didn't say marathon, did I? No. Cool. But I was just I was trying to do a loose callback. It was a loose callback. We did it, guys. We brought it all around. You're welcome. Ta-da. You can find us online at uh, justinstrandland.com. <laughs> no? Are we not there no, yet? No. Okay. okay. All right. So, Justin, it's come to my attention that you have recently watched Doctor Strange. Yes. Now, there is a uh, asterisk next to, Justin, you've watched Doctor Strange. And uh, it was on a plane back from Dallas. Uh, where Drew and I were taking, uh, we had a work trip out there. We came back and we were on an Airbus. And I, had, I, it was funny because going out there, we didn't know what we were flying back on. Going out to Dallas that morning or the morning prior, I told Drew, you know, I've, I've always wanted to like ride an air. We were having a discussion about these giant Airbuses, which are like three uh, on one window, four seats in the middle, three mm-hmm. seats on the other window. Huge. You see them on the TV shows and movies always. Everyone flies them, apparently. Yeah. Because it's just, it gives you more, you know, yeah. more room for comedy. But uh, I've never gotten to fly on one, and I've never gotten to experience, like, that, the the insanity that, that, that I assumed it was. 
on the way back, the uh, producer we were traveling with, she's like, okay, so you know, we're we're getting a it's a giant airplane that's going back. They're moving it from Dallas to Chicago, uh, so that from Chicago it's going to go international. And uh, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is awesome. <laughs> so we get in, and each seat we were in coach. Each seat, even in coach. Now the business, this is the business class. Mm-hmm. So they had a coach, two sections of coach, mm-hmm. a business class, and a first class. Oh wow! So, and we got to, when we walked in, we could we walked through the business class. We weren't allowed to even look at first class. Yeah. So I don't know what they had up there, but I'm assuming it was awesome. Probably yeah. king size beds for everyone. <laughs> but we walked through business class, and it was those with those like little pods yeah. with like a TV that pops out of the console. Sure. You can lean fully back, and it has like a wrap around, so you can't see. It looked really cool, and I wish to fuck we were <laughs> traveling right. up there. It was so cool. Uh, but Coach was roomy enough for me, yeah. and uh, each seat had its own television, and within it had a controller like a, a um, mm-hmm. remote, but if you flipped it around, it was a game controller. Yeah, I've seen and those. And they had those, and then it had a USB port, a headphone jack, and an outlet that was either an American or had an adapter for it for European. Nice. And I'm like, this is fucking the lap of luxury. Are you kidding me with this shit? None of us wanted to get off the plane. We're like, can we just, <laughs> we're just going to hang here. It's a clubhouse for us now. <clears throat> so I was, I was going to get some editing work done on the plane. And I was like, before we took off, I'm like, oh, they got games. So we were, Playing some, you can play against other passengers. Nice. I was like, "This is stand cool. up." Hey, you in D six, go right. fuck yourself. Right? Who's Check, your daddy? Checkmate, you dodgy cunt. <laughs> so, so I was looking through there. I'm like, "Well, that's really cool." And then I looked at the seat ahead of me, and they were watching Moana. Ah. I was like, "Oh, cool." Wait, there's movies. So I was like, "All right, let me see." They had music, TV library, mm-hmm. movie library, all this stuff. And I was like, "Oh, you probably have to pay for some of the more the newer movies." I was going through all free. Nice. And I was like, and there were some really good titles that are currently on my list that I want to see. And I was flipping through and I saw Doctor Strange and immediately everything else shut down. See you guys. And I was like, we're not doing editing. I put (laughs) put my headphones on. I got into it. And I'm like, everyone leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. So I watched it on a seven inch monitor. Okay. I want to see it on (laughs) an actual proper TV because I'm sure, I'm sure I missed some things. But I did get to see it, and it, it got stopped a few times because mm-hmm. the captain talked or someone, you know, was, what drink do you want or whatever. So it didn't get to watch it uninterrupted. However, fucking loved it. Yeah. Great. Absolutely loved it. Nice. So I want to see it again with you so I can actually go through it and properly watch Good it. Good news is I have it on Amazon Prime. I bought it there digitally. Nice. So like I could just probably throw it up on your TV over there with my phone. We might have to do that there at some go. point. So Ooh, you We're going to end this podcast <laughs> Guys, right we're going to watch this again. <laughs> But so as we talk about this, there may be some things that I uh, don't I'll just remember, yell at you when you're wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But it was a really – so good on to American Airlines for having such a fucking cool – I'm going to give them a huge shout-out. Fly American Airlines because that's awesome. Because America. Because America Airlines. Yes. I think it was American Airlines. It's <laughs> <laughs> gave a shout-out. You're yeah. like, shit, I don't know. Anyway, I'm sure America's a great company. Mm-hmm. America is a great company. American yes. Airlines. But no, I, I thought it was really cool that they had such a vast library of things to watch. So mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, you thought it was a great movie. Good for you. I enjoyed it. Nice. Quite a bu- quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I was a big fan of it, um, just because it was a nice visual film. Yeah. Actually, it was up for an Oscar for visual effects. Oh, was it? I, yeah, yeah. Which I was like, it damn well should have been for all the stuff that they pulled off with it, especially because I remember. Um, Early on in production, Feige was saying how it was going to be a really trippy movie. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, 
I wonder what that means. Well, and that's one of the things that I was worried about going into it because remember from the trailers, you and I had talked that um, this the scene where like New York's folding in on itself, mm-hmm. they have that in the trailer, and in my head, I was going, I, "This looks like you're looking like a you're looking through the movie, looking at a, at the movie through a fucking kaleidoscope." Yeah, I did like this looks. How are you going to justify this? Mm-hmm. It looks. I, I understand. I remember that made you very mad. That they're in a they're playing in the sorcery realm with other dimensions and this and that. But this, this looks like garbage. It looks CG and like I couldn't wrap my head around why they would do this. And after watching the movie, I totally get it. And, <laughs> and you told me I would because you saw it first. And you told yeah. me you're like Justin. That scene that pisses you off is going to make sense. Yeah, and it did. In fairness, I have to I have to give credit to it. Yeah, yeah. I liked it um, because it took something from a filmmaking standpoint. Yeah, it it gave me just it tied my insides up because I was like, how do you even begin? Ugh. To conceptualize of making this. So I got super like, just, I actually had anxiety because I was like, there's no way I'll ever compete with this. Well, I, it's, you know, imagine just trying to do the storyboards for <laughs> right, that. You know what right. I mean? Like, uh, like, because again, Doctor Strange, the comics are weird. Like, yeah. Everything that's going on, and they did a good job of capturing some of the weird shit that's going on in some of these other dimensions. Um, and I just remember like watching it and going, you know, all those different dimensions that he goes to, that's just yeah. a snapshot. Of some of that stuff, but they show it all, like in the, especially that scene where like the 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 ancient one like taps him on the head and yeah. sends him to all those different places. Yeah, it's like he's oh literally my God. going through the kaleidoscope of universes. Exactly, yeah. it's like what the fuck. Yeah, and um, I I thought that was really fun how they did that. And I also loved how it starts too. It starts very unique because it's uh, where basically. Um, Mads Mikkelsen comes in with his with his dudes. Yeah, yeah. Poor librarian. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah. By the way, guys, spoilers. Uh, poor librarian, <laughs> just putting books away. Right, just gets you know decapitated, and they do the ritual. No blood. And then no. uh, I love the ancient one. Just shows up, and then they're like, "This is awesome fighting sequence." Yeah, while the world's turning and everything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And I had to laugh because I suggested this movie to my boss. She has severe motion sickness. Oh, no. So much so yeah. that if I were to stand sit in front of you and just kind of move my hands back and forth like this, she would probably get sick. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. How does she go anywhere? It's hard for her to do like a lot. Of, like We use Prezi. Are you familiar with Prezi? No. It's like his PowerPoint on steroids. Okay. And you can have it like zoom in and out and do all the sorts of stuff. She can't be in the room while we use that while we're training. But I'm just saying, how do you... Tr- how do you take the train? She's fine with anything? that stuff for the most part, but like, it, like she said, she can only get fifteen minutes into this movie, and she was just like that first sequence. She was like, "Ah, oh, I feel so." Ugh. bad. <laughs> she couldn't handle like, it. What a debilitating thing to have! Right? I feel so bad for her. And I was like, I watched that movie in three D. She goes, "Stop talking." <laughs> <laughs> just the the concept of three D makes her sick. She was like, Bleh. "Oh no!" Um, but yeah, that was like the worst possible thing because what it's it's one thing to I think to watch something that's natural. There's not much natural movement in that movie no like seeing the world sort of twist yeah, and yeah. like just your brain's trying to figure it out and she's like i don't feel well as they're like <laughs> the world's turning in on itself yeah and everything like that um i love benedict cumberbatch in that film too i i'm just a fucking fan of him yeah just flat out just a fan of him everything he's from sherlock to imitation game to mm. every i mean it's he's such a I, he's a good, great actor yeah he's fun well what i like about him in that role is he puts a lot of gravitas he brings a lot of gravitas yeah, yeah. to like uh, one of my favorite scenes is like shortly after he's had his accident and his his hands have been rebuilt and he spent a lot of time doing all this different stuff and he's in there with uh, what's her face 
the girl, the love interest. Rachel uh, McAdams? Yes. And she's in there, and he's basically, like, frustrated because this guy won't do an experimental procedure. Mm. And she's, like... At his know, home, to, right? Yeah. In his apartment, yeah. And he turns to her, and he just, like, really yells at her. Like, yeah. He's very, like, hurtful to her. Yeah, and he, yeah. And he does it in a way where I'm like, these Marvel movies are popcorn movies, all right? Yeah. But they've taken it and they put some good acting into it, and I just feel like he ups that level. Like when he does it, when he delivers those lines, I was like, "Fuck!" Like that's yeah. why you're in this movie. I feel like when you when you take someone who's got the the acting chops of someone like him and you put him in a superhero movie, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting hybrid. Yeah, because normally, not that not that anyone in a Marvel movie has been a bad actor, yeah. but you, just, I mean, it's usually they're never nominated, and this also may just be. The curse of action yeah. and, mar- and superhero and comedies is they're just they're usually never nominated for sure. Oscars or for any you know unless you're Heath Ledger unless you're Heath Ledger exactly but uh, but he you, you bring someone like that in and it does bring a different level of acting now in yeah. other movies these actors have ab- absolutely sure. shown their chops but usually in the Marvel movies you don't bring that kind of quality of that level of of, of dr- dramatic. You know the dramatic element to it. Yeah, he was totally able to to pull it off. Well, I think he just brings a lot of those great chops to it because um, you know a lot of this movie is action and and it's part of the Marvel universe and they're trying to explain this weird this weird aspect of the world, right? While also trying to like not lose you. But that's the thing too is like the average person like Joe watched with me. She goes, I don't know half the names. That oh, referring to that like, was the hardest know. part of this is like the eye of Agamotto and yeah. the the cape of the cloak of something and yeah. then the realm of so like that was really Dormammu Dormammu or, yeah. it took me probably two thirds of the movie before I started when they would say it I would go I think I know who that yeah. is yeah. Wong <laughs> right Wong who the fuck is that yeah. yeah and that's that's the thing that's interesting about those comics too is because there's a lot of things where. The spells and stuff that he casts are like so stupid. Like the thing that he says, like from by the hoary goat of Jorge or whatever he says. Like he says, like this thing that has like a bunch of alliteration <laughs> into it. I totally got that wrong, but all those Doctor Strange nerds out there are like going no. But it, he he has to cast these really weird spells, and like it's interesting because there was another Doctor Strange comic book I read where he. In order to invoke this particular god and their powers, like you have to earn like their respect, and he would invoke the powers, and the god would show itself and try to consume him because it's like you're not worthy okay, to yeah. use my stuff. So you actually truly have to be worthy, and you have to believe. And by the end of it, of course, he does, and he's able to harness those powers and use yeah. them. But like the first time he does it, like the it's like a tiger god. The tiger's like you're not worthy, and tries to like consume him. And he was like, whoa. And that's really what he's dealing with is he's kind of like, we're following him, this guy who doesn't understand this universe. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, he wants to be really good at it because he wants to get better. You're talking in the movies or in the comics? I think both. Okay. In the movie specifically, like, we're, we're following it through him. Like, yeah. he's our grounded person who we're yeah. following who's in this really weird world. He's the relatable one. Exactly. Right. And there's so many Easter eggs in there that I don't get. Like, oh my god, I'm sure there are. There, like, I'm sure. I, as I was watching it, because I always watch. You, you, every, you should watch Marvel movies, looking for actively looking for the Easter eggs. And yeah. this is one where I was watching it, and based off of our conversations, yeah, there was one or two where I was like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> but I know there were probably well over twenty plus that in somewhere oh, yeah. in that movie, and I only caught like two of them. Yeah, I was like sitting there going, "I don't." Nope. Don't know what that thing is. Yeah. But there's a part where he grabs almost like an urn. And yeah. He goes to hit Mad Mads Mikkelsen. They stop, and Mads Mikkelsen goes, 
you have no idea how to use that, do you? Go, right. No. And apparently that's a really incredibly powerful artifact. <laughs> that he's just like, ah. And that's why Mads, yeah. he stops and he's like, wait, you know how to use that, do you? Yeah. Like, okay, we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> or when the cloak adapts itself to him and he's trying to get to the axe on mm-hmm, the wall mm-hmm. he uses axes a lot like he summons axes and stuff so like that was like kind of a nice nod to him like using that sort of stuff of course the cloak is an interesting sort of thing as yeah. well because that's part of his who he is yeah but what I liked about it was he didn't become the full Sorcerer Supreme that's what I was in the movie. wondering I was because is obviously you know again spoilers everyone Tilda Swinton uh, died in it the Sorcerer or the um, the Ancient One the Ancient One so is, is the Ancient One also the Sorcerer Supreme correct there it's it's a, a transferable well, title I'd say the Ancient One doesn't necessarily be doesn't isn't necessarily the Sorcerer Supreme maybe maybe not but like multiple I think there's only one that can hold the title but the Ancient One isn't necessarily the Sorcerer Supreme. If that makes sense. Okay, so the there can be an ancient one and a sorcerer supreme who are coexisting, mm-hmm. but there can be only one of each of those things. Yes, I think so. Okay, um, it depends on because they may seem like the ancient one's a title based on the movie. That's yeah, passed down from person to person. Yeah. Whereas in the in the comic books, I think it was just one person. Oh, okay, so so it literally was a the ancient one. It's mm-hmm. just the one person who's exactly who's, okay. Because I think that's how they were trying to describe it in the movie. Because Tilda Swinton's white in a Tibetan place, right? And they're trying to ex- explain away the whitewashing of it, right? Yeah, like, exactly. oh, that's a title that's uh, passed down from person to person, yeah. or it could be multiple different blah 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 sorts of things. Um, so, but I really liked how you know. I mean, you kind of got from the end credit sequences that you know he by then he was. The Sorcerer Supreme. Right. You know? Well, I well, yes and no. I mean, I feel like <sighs> based on his conversation with Thor, it seemed like he had a. He's definitely much more comfortable. He's much more comfortable. I will agree with that. I still don't. I still feel like we're waiting for him to jump to to fall into his role of the actual Sorcerer, Sorcerer Supreme. But mm-hmm. again, I don't know much about the yeah. character, so I can't speak to that. The and way Dr. he's Strange talking, there, the man. way he's talking to him is just like I keep a list of very powerful magical people. So at that point, you're like, this guy knows he's, he's he knows the world. He's, he's accepted yeah. it and he's moving on. And, yeah, yeah. But that's also what I liked about it too was he was interesting because he um uh you find something interesting in your water. Yeah, there's floaty things and I don't know there. Um, he he I love the way he basically portrayed himself as this guy who even though he was an incredible doctor and surgeon he also throws that same dedication into his studying of magic which i believe that he was able to learn that stuff and understand it quickly right right because of his photographic memory mm because he's he's he'll he'll put forth the effort and he has no trouble doing it when he puts his mind to it it really makes a big difference which is really cool and i love their little little transporter rings that they had i thought those were really cool sling rings yeah yeah that took him around and uh i want a sling ring by the way, I want one so bad. Who doesn't? I want a fucking sling ring <laughs> so bad. Yeah, like that would be so cool to get around. Yeah. But um, yeah, I liked uh, I, I just again the visual stuff. Like at the end when they're in uh, where is it Tokyo uh-huh. or is it Hong Kong? I think it's Hong Kong. No, I think you're. I think you're right. I think it is Hong Kong. And everything is moving backwards in or in time. It's like replacing yeah, yeah. itself. But they're still moving in present time, right? Like, who the fuck drew came up with that idea? I know, and then drew that out and was like, "Here's what's going to happen." Well, and what's interesting too is that you see the uh, the other wizards, the, uh, the the bad wizards, um, or not? Are they wizards? No, sorcerers. I don't know what the fuck you call them. I don't know. The bad magicians, the bad guys. Yeah, um, you see them. They're 
they're getting reversed too. But at one point, you see them turn around. And when they turn around, it's almost as if they're stepping out of the time loop. Yeah. And they're stepping back into present time. Yeah. And then they're engaging with it. And so to do that, to have the cognition of going, okay, we have to have them turn around. And when they turn around, they're stepping out of yeah. this, this time flow that they're in. And it's, it was just, yeah, it was, it was really well imagined. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I also liked um, his, uh, his confrontation with uh, Dormammu because it wasn't a throwdown physical magic fight. Right, exactly. It was, he, used his, he used his intelligence and he used his ability to, he chose to sacrifice himself for the greater good right. by imprisoning Basically going, cool, we're stuck in a time loop. That's a part, again, that I'm going to have to watch because I, I understood what was happening. I just – I missed kind of how he got – in. It, there was, there's elements of that that I think I was distracted with, and I want to go back and rewatch that. But, I, I mean, for the most part, I understood that he was – he had created a time loop. I just don't understand how he did it. Yeah, he basically used the eye of Agamotto, mm-hmm. and he basically set it, and then he lands, and he basically was like, Dormammu. I've come to bargain. Right. And that basically was the beginning of that loop. And he was essentially just, they would just relive it over and over and over again. I guess my question is, how did how did he set it to where when he died it reset? Um, You know, he read the manual. You know, <laughs> he got an Apple Genius on the line. and uh, They're good. you gotta, you got to get the extended warranty. I, I, I let some, some of that stuff go because I feel like he was just good enough to know because he read about it. Right, right. You know. And he used that eye. He was able to open it up and use it um, to get the page back of the book that was ripped right. and so he could understand that sort of stuff. So, um, And obviously he was using it to turn back time, as Cher would say. Um, so I had an understanding that like he realized how to use it to a certain degree. It's not really explained. Yeah, but okay. He basically set it up so that no matter what happened, it, they would keep continuing until he decided to break that loop. And what was interesting is that not even Dormammu was strong enough to, because he he was held prisoner, and I find that very interesting. Well, that's what's funny is he's like, I'll Dormammu's like, you'll suffer for eternity. He goes, yeah, but you'll be stuck here. Yeah, but and that's so when Dormammu yeah. was like, he goes, basically, you're my prisoner. Yeah, he's like, no, have you imprisoned me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but was, yeah. You would think that Dormammu, being this such a large being that he was, and be living in this extra realm and devourer of planets and all this other shit. You would think that Dormammu would have the power to just go, nope, we're out of it now. Well, that just goes to show and you that int- time is its own right. power. It just, it, I found it interesting that not even Dormammu had the mm-hmm. ability to, to get himself out of it. Like, yeah. He really was pissed off because he's like, fuck, yeah. Yeah, you got me. I know that, but a, simple, a, simple, a simple mortal human was right. the one that trapped him in it. Right. I mean, that was even this more powerful insulting. Being, yeah. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> all right, all right. And he's like, okay. So I really like that because most Marvel movies end with a big old fight. And we did kind of have that sequence as they're going, you know, time is adjusting and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. But I thought it was a nice thing to have a change where um, it's not just, um, you know, a fight. It's something where he's like, I'm going to use my intelligence and I'm going to sacrifice a little bit of this to make sure that I get to what I need to. And we're going to make a bargain. We're going to make yeah. a bargain. And they do it, and it was an interesting way of, of saving the day. Yeah. So I think, um, <clears throat> yeah, I definitely need to see it again just to get to pick up some of the little the little detail elements about all of that. But, yeah. So do you think um, the, uh, and I can't remember, who was the, the, the villain's, uh, the character's name? Dormammu. 
No, the the uh, the bad sorcerer. Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. So Mads Mikkelsen. Um, do you think he's coming back? No. Uh, or do you think he has been absorbed by Dormammu? I think he's absorbed. I think a lot when people announced what the... Because no one, for the longest time, they saw, like, obviously the teaser with the way that he looked when he looks awesome, by the way. Um, with his it, eyes and everything? Yeah, like, yeah. no one really knew who he was or what he was. And when they announced his name, people were like, huh, okay, he's kind of an unknown or a side character oh, sort interesting. of thing in okay. the comics. So it was a good way to kind of be like, if he has to go away, he has to go away. Okay, that's cool. So they, they, And he wasn't all powerful either. He just basically yeah. was aiming to, you know, do a certain thing he had. He armed followers. himself with the right spells, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's the other interesting thing, I think, about... Because <clears throat> one of the complaints I've, I've had for a while about Marvel, and I know other people have shared in this, is that they... You look at it and go, well, you're killing off your villains... So how is this person going to, like, we've taken care of the Mandarin. We've taken care of the, you know, and Iron Man got a good run. It had three movies, and so it, it did what it needed to do. But um, I guess technically Red Skull, we don't know that he's dead. Yeah. Right? I mean, he could have just been transported somewhere. But <clears throat> there, there, there seems to be f- finality yeah. when, they, when, they, when they win. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go, okay, well, that's someone you can't use now. So what else are you going to do? And, where you know, eventually you start to think, there's only so many good villains out there before you have to go to, you know, the prankster. He plays pranks or, yeah. or you know, the confusor or whatever Well, it's it is. also good that they don't, like, again, like what they've been doing with Thanos is, you know, he's the overall bad guy that's kind of in the Just background. Pulling the strings. Um, yeah. And they slowly begin to him. But things like, I mean, Doctor Strange's world has countless, countless people. Yeah. But I also like that they started low and yeah. they can ramp into it. Unlike and, yeah. Batman vs. Superman, where they just went, here's everything. Yeah, right. Congrats. Which, by the way, I saw an article today that Matt Damon's going to be dark side. Was it an Onion article? You know what it was? It was probably, it's fucking April Fool's. That's what it is. That's probably, <laughs> I just realized that I'm like, damn it. I almost got drawn into it. There was a friend who posted that she was <sighs> pregnant on Facebook today. I fucking hate this day. And I love All and, news just goes down the drain. And I almost got pulled in, but someone in the comments of her announcement said, tell us on a day that's not today. And I went, ah, ah, good, okay. Because ba- I feel bad because if it's true... And her announcement just got, sh- like, it's completely shat on. Yeah, it's, tell us tomorrow if it's true. Right, ex- exactly. I don't like this day. I've never... I love I've, it. I've never enjoyed it because it's never been anything that's been like, oh, that's an awesome... There's never been an awesome prank. Yeah. That, like, I've ever done or done to anybody else. I have a hard time coming yeah. up with good pranks that aren't just mean-spirited. Well, <laughs> true. <laughs> I feel like one of the, like, last year was hilarious because uh, that's when IGN, IGN every year does... Uh, a big prank. Okay. And theirs last year was a trailer for Darth Maul series on Netflix. <laughs> and it did, was I didn't You didn't hear about, about this? It no. was amazingly done. No. It was I love it. so awesome I and love it. Did they pull the actual actor back in? It wasn't the actual actor, uh, but I mean it's hard to yeah. tell, you know. Oh sure, yeah, it was. yeah. But it looked fucking awesome. I have to look this up now. And I remember Eric Lee, who was on here, yeah, yeah. Um, he about lost his shit. Like, I could see him get a boner in his pants. Like, he got up and, like, threw his headset down. It was like, I have to go talk about this. And he ran I off. I have to go talk about this. And I, I looked at it, and all of a sudden, I was like, wait. It's April Fool's. And I was like, they wouldn't do this. And I was like, something was something about it was off. They would do this. And then I was like, oh, uh-huh. okay. And then he came back. I go, hey, Eric. He goes, what, man? I go, what day is it today? He goes, God damn it. 
Because <laughs> there's nothing worse than being got. Yeah. Like, I just went through that. I'm like, Matt, no, that doesn't make sense. God damn it. Because it kind of does and it kind of doesn't. And someone thought it's just enough to make people go, what? Right. And that's that's the key to a good April Fool's prank is is you can't go go way too far with it. Yeah. You got to do it just enough to where it's – it is uh, annoyingly possible. Yes. Well, there was another fun one today. There's this uh, page I like called Stop Clickbait. Okay. And what they do is they, they will find clickbait articles. Okay. And they will tell you what the clickbait is. And they'll be like, there, don't read. Oh, so they, um, it'll be like, this man and his dog reunited after 20 years. What happens next? You won't believe. And they'll be like. He licked his face. Don't, yeah, don't click on it. Because he licked yeah, his yeah. face. Don't read. Right, right, or It's okay. like, you won't believe this picture. It's like, picture in the comments. There, don't read. Right. Like, they basically <laughs> diffuse all that. And today they yeah, had one. Yeah. They said. You won't believe what the Cash Me Outside girl did. Number five blew our minds. And I was like, wait, did they get hacked? And everyone goes, they were like quoting Star Wars. They're like, you were supposed to bring balance to the Force. You were supposed to not betray it. <laughs> How dare you? That's awesome. <laughs> it was hilarious Like for that day. That is awesome. That's, that's something, back to what Eric, his uh, response to that, though. That's one thing that I have found interesting as I have dived deeper into the nerd world and kind of uh, allowed myself, my inner nerd, to come out. Mm-hmm. Because similar to similar to Chris Hardwick, for a while he pushed it down and he's like, I can't, yeah. got to be this, if I'm going to succeed in television, I can't, you know. And then he went, fuck it, I'm not being true to myself. I'm a complete and utter geek and I need yeah. to embrace it. I, you know, admittedly I'm not as, uh, I don't know as much as a lot of geeks, but I am, you know, over, since we've done this podcast, and actually since I've met you, yeah. I have opened up my nerd side and kind of... I've spread the disease on you. have you. spread the disease unto me, and yes. it's uh, it's been wonderful, and I have loved getting infected with it. Um, thank you for infecting me with your love. But uh, one of the things that I find interesting uh, about that culture, this culture, is that when something like that comes out, the... the there's going to be a Darth Maul. He throws his headset down and goes, I have to talk about it. Yeah. You, there is this weird... It's it's a guttural. It like starts it, physically. You can feel it happening in the upper mm-hmm. part of your stomach, the lower part of your chest, and it's this this you. It's something that's going to burst out, and you really do have the. I need to get excited with someone right now yeah. and share this and what could happen and let's think about it and yeah. talk and it's this really weird. That's thing how that I was with the it trailer. I feel like only nerds get that. I was like, I have to share this. I need someone to see this and look at this and be like, right. this also looks terrifying and awesome. I'm like, yes. Tell me about how you agree with me. Exactly. That's really yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's, it's what it is. I've, I feel maybe sports people get that way sure. too, but I feel like it's really a nerd, a nerd centric well, uh, anomaly. Well, especially anything that like, that you're obviously a huge fan of yes, in that sort yeah. of regard, and you're like some adaptations of stuff that you like, or like Dark Tower. I'm still waiting for a goddamn trailer. Yeah, that comes out, and I think they moved it back a week, so it's coming out August eighth. But I'm just like, come on, guys, it's like April now. Like, we need a trailer or something. Right. Like, I'm scared. Right, quit scaring me. Come on, guys. Yeah, um, you know, and they actually just released a uh, War for the Planet of the Apes trailer, mm. like a, and it's mm-hmm. great. It's very, very good. I'm looking forward to that one, nice, too. Nice. But it's like, when I see that, and if it's really good, I'm like, I have to share this. We need to talk about it. Right. We need to discuss it. What do you think? What's going on? Yeah. It, How do you feel? <laughs> How do these... Tell me all the feels. Yeah. How does this make you feel? But it's funny, because like, I know every year like Blizzard also does uh, something silly uh, with their... <laughs> usually with World of Warcraft-related pranks. Yeah, yeah. Like, one year, <laughs> they were saying... 
all right, guys, there's a new class you can be. It's called the Wisp. <laughs> and in the game, like the Wisps, like Warcraft 3, the Wisps were like your little peasants. Yeah, yeah. They would like get stuff. And they were, they didn't fight or anything. It's like you could choose to be a Wisp. You know, it's like you move really fast and you have one ability. It's called Detonate. And when it does, it causes X amount of damage to everyone and you die permanently. <laughs> and they built a whole web page for it. They showed all this sort of stuff. And I was like, what? <laughs> Who the hell would want to play as a Wisp? And I'm like, oh, it's April Fool's. I got it. Okay, or, guys. Or they had another one where it was, um, you could be a bard and basically someone who can play songs and stuff like that. So they said it was going to be like Guitar Hero where you had to turn your, your keyboard a certain way <laughs> and you had to hit the keys at the right time. And if you did, you would play a song. It would give effects to other players. And it showed a guy doing it going, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, I went, You wonder on those how many people actually get Get God well, they those. spend time on it. Right. I mean, they spend a lot of time putting that stuff together. Right. So it's it's what I like is that sort of stuff. I think is fun because it's just celebrating, you know, that sort of stuff. It's this when any news comes out, like Attack on Titan is an anime that's amazing, and apparently season two finally after all these years started today, and I'm like, did it? <laughs> did it really start? So today? you have to question everything because I read. saw a bunch of stuff on Facebook that I'm like, yeah, but did it? And I had to go back to like there was an article in February this year. Where it's like it's the launch date is April first. I'm like, okay, sounds like it's legit. <laughs> I feel like that's a bad idea for someone though to pick April first to do anything. I agree. Like because I wouldn't. People are going to question it. I wouldn't it. propose to someone. Nope. I wouldn't. You know. You don't. You don't go. I wouldn't go for a mortgage on a house on this day. You don't. Just don't do anything. Don't yeah. release information. Well, that's why I hate it is because the practical side of me is like things have to get done today. Right. And the last thing you need is someone doing something stupid to mess with that. Like sure. news and things like that. Like I need, you know, obviously like legitimate news, not that fake news bullshit, <laughs> you know. It'd be funny if InfoWars actually like posted legitimate news today. That would be really funny, be actually. Funny? Yeah. Um, but like – Stuff like that, it, it, so you get so used to seeing that stuff and going by the day by day that you just oh. obviously fall into a lot of those traps. But which Doug, obviously it's called, I did. It's called a practical joke. I know it's called a practical. Practical. Joke. But it's just when people, I don't know. I just stuff like that because it, for me, it's like comedy. It better be good if you're going to do it. <laughs> don't do a half-assed job, right? And don't you know? Don't you know? Put other people in harm's way, and not necessarily like physically. Yeah. But just like. Don't don't bank on this day to really fuck around with people just because you can. You're yeah. April fools. It's like that's how you get your throat slit at night. <laughs> you know, someone I, you know will do that in your sleep because yeah. like fuck you. My dad used to get me every once in a while. He yeah. was he was able when I was when I was younger. There's been a, there was a few times where he would call up and he said something and he l- held on to the bit yeah just long enough to where I went oh shit <laughs> and then he's like ah I just I'm like god damn it you got me a fucking good. How do you do this every year? I'm also very trusting. So. I've never been able to reciprocate. I've <laughs> never. Every I've tried a couple of years in a row. I tried calling him or doing something, and just like before, I would get it out of finish speaking. He would go and April Fools. I'm like fuck. He's got me. It's funny because my mom's birthday is today. It's on April Fools, and I've never done anything. You totally should. No, I just it never seemed like it would be a good idea. Can I do something? No, I'd prefer that you don't. Well, I understand you prefer it, but it's going to happen. I'd rather you don't. That's too bad. <laughs> well, thanks for the info, Doug. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. See you next year. This is on you. you Doug, I've, got years, I've got 365 days to oh, plan. Oh, I'm going to plan. Her 
whatever birthday is next year is going to be a big one for her. A big one all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, I just got this text from my yeah. brother, and I just want you to read it out of context. Why don't you read it out loud for everybody? <clears throat> Rob punched a guy to death. It was hilarious. <laughs> if the NSA is monitoring that, your brother's got sedans. Rob and your brother both have sedans rolling up to their home right now. Those are the kind of text messages I get, guys. Rob punched a guy to death. Yeah. It was hilarious. Rob punched a guy to death, and it was hilarious. I know what they're talking about. I'm assuming it's something to do with Eve or some other game. It is a game. Yeah. It's a new game that apparently I'm he, assuming Rob he wants didn't me to kill play, someone. And he's very excited about it. I guess it's called like uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Okay. And the idea is it's basically like the Hunger Games. Like you have 100 people. Start out and last one standing wins. That's fun. And you get random shit. Like no one starts with like a weapon or anything. Like you have to find stuff and it's completely stuff random. gets dropped and you yep. you happen across it. And there's like a force field that slowly like closes in. Like oh, on forcing the, map. the players to. And so like and if you're caught outside of that, yes. you die. So my, just like the Hunger Games. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I was listening to him. He, he skyped me before I came over here, and he's apparently they were playing it, and they're like they were moving together helping each other out, and they went into a house, and they're like, all right, cool, what do you got? I got uh, Uzi shells. Awesome. Do you have an Uzi? No. Okay. <laughs> I got a T-shirt. Damn it, that doesn't help. Like, oh, so there's really random shit. Really random shit. Goes, all right, I got a shotgun. I need ammo. Like, you know, just things like that. Yeah, yeah. And he'd, and he'd be, like, saying stuff like, dude, we got to get out of here. Dude, we got to get out of here. He's like, let's go to the bunker. Never mind, people are going to the bunker. Go, turn your compass to 330 degrees. Let's go that way. Go, go, go. Just like taking off and running. So apparently it's a big hit. I would. That sounds fun. It's an early development game, I yeah. guess. So it's like super cheap on Steam. Nice. And uh, he bought it for me, so I was downloading it. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll give it a try and see how this goes. That sounds like a lot but of fun. But if you, if you queue up as like a solo person, yeah. you'll just be on a server with solo like individuals. Oh, interesting. You can so do you it, can't. And you can do it as like uh, two people. Like he and Dave and Rob were yeah. both being like two people. So you got paired up with people who were also in pairs. And there's also like squads. So up to four people. So you'd be competing with squads of four people. As well, interesting. So if you were solo, you wouldn't automatically be put up with against a bunch of four person teams. So you just get slaughtered, right? Yeah, that's not. Although fair. if you were, if you're able to pull that off and slaughter those four people by yourself, good on you. Yeah. So if you can, well, that's the thing too. If you uh, if you all populate solo players, four of you who are on, that sounds like something that Dave and his his uh, Eve team would do. Yeah, they would they would all solo join the solo yeah. thing and then just go. All right, guys, where are we at? But the problem with that too is like at the end, then if you're down to those four or a few people, then right. you have to decide how to kill each other. Well, exactly. Then it becomes fun. <laughs> then you just all hit. Mute. If you go as a group, then like if you if Dave and Rob were the last ones alive, they would win as a team. Right. So but that's but, what I'm saying. I was so, like, so what? Because that was my first question. I'm like, so when you guys get to the end, you just like, all right, walk ten paces and then turn around. Right. right. <laughs> well, that's when. Yeah. Again, that's when you hit mute on your on your mics and you just go, all right, everyone for themselves. Good luck. All of a sudden, you're yeah. like, by the way, I've been placing landmines all over this place. <laughs> have fun. By the way, I've infected you with a uh, degenerative disease. You'll die in 30 years. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah, I was talking to Dave, and Dave was like, yeah, we're only about two minutes in, and 25 people are already dead. And I'm Good like, whoa, Lord. holy shit. He goes, and as soon as you die, you're, you, kick, you get kicked out of the server, and you just have to go find another one. So you can't see the end of it? Exactly. Oh, that sucks. I would love to see the end of I it. I asked Dave, I go, how far have you gotten? He said he's gotten the top 10. That's as far as he's gotten. That's impressive. I was like, okay, it's a gamer. Right but there. Uh, I was like, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, I'm very curious to give it a try and see what uh, see what it's all about. Ooh, that's but, interesting. Yeah, Hunger Games stuff is always like that sort of like is very interesting. It's like it's random. It's there's a lot of luck involved. Yeah, yeah. And it's just you know, what do you happen across? What kind of weapons do you see? Sure. Do you get seven T-shirts in a row? Yeah. Right. <laughs> damn it. I'm well clothed. Right. But damn it. 
There's nothing else I can do. <laughs> you can tie them together. Yeah, right? You can maybe rope. if you find a bottle and some alcohol, you got Molotov cocktails, baby. All day. All day long. All day long. <laughs> and I, I think that's the th- I bet you I'm assuming it's not for Mac, though. I, I'll check. Probably not. Probably not. Because that's the way things work. Stupid Mac. But you know what is for Mac? What's that? Tabletop simulator. That's right. I still need to open that. <laughs> Don't worry. We're going to open it up after this. Okay, I'm great. I'm show you how it works. Yay! Because I've been having an absolute blast playing you? that. Guys, if you're not aware of this, there's this thing called Tabletop Simulator on Steam. Yeah. And what it is is literally what the title said. It's a simulator for tabletop games. So things as simple as poker, chess, checkers, but also things like Settlers of Catan, uh, Tiny Epic Defenders, Zombies, Dungeons and Dragons, which my brother and Rob and I have been playing, which has been so much fun. That's awesome. Um, all sorts of stuff. There's DLC content as well as just some of the workshop stuff that people have put together. <clears throat> and it is so much fun because it's so tactile. Like, you click on your figure and you move them around the board. Yeah. It's not a game that's like, oh, cool, click here. When your turn's done and then it does stuff for you, you have to physically do it. You have to physically deal the cards. You have to move your characters around. So you actually have to know how to play the game. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just staring at the game going, what is this? <laughs> there's there's no auto button that, yeah. No. Exactly. Which is fun, though, because, like, for example, when we play Dungeons & Dragons, as we're going along, it you know involves rolling the dice and seeing different stuff like that. And um, I'm playing the Dungeon Master, so I know how what's, what's in every room. Right. So as Dave and Rob come in, I'm like, hmm. What will they see? Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, will they find all the traps or will they die? Last game we played, I killed one of the guys. I, I have no context for how you play Dungeons & Dragons. So basically, so. well, this isn't like pure Dungeons & Dragons. This is like Dungeons & Dragons colon the board game. And what it is is essentially there's like these four characters. There's a a warrior. There's a, uh, a cleric, a wizard, and like a rogue, like sneaky uh, hobbit sort of guy. Okay. So... They basically are going on these adventures, and uh, there's a preset dungeon. And as a dungeon master, I know where everything goes on the board, but they have to go in a room at a time. Okay. So they go into a room, and then I'll populate it with whatever's in there. There could be traps. There could be monsters. There could be treasure chests and things like that. And they basically have to try and and finish the objective. Like in the first one they play, it's like eliminate all the goblins. Like, cool, no problem. So as they go in, I'm loading stuff up for them and whatever, and they go. But then it starts getting more and more complicated where it's like defeat this one specific enemy. You don't have to kill everything else. You just have to kill this one guy. But if you get to this guy, he's really hard to kill sort Mm. of things. So now the next one they're going to go into is going to be really fucking hard um, because if um, there's a lot of serious traps – in there, like nasty traps. Yeah. Like if you step on this trap, it's going to resurrect the last guy that you killed. Oh, nice. And I get to place him wherever I want. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in the last one they were playing, um, I trapped him in and I killed one of their guys. And I was like, sorry about it. You're dead. <laughs> so, hashtag sorry, not sorry. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lot of fun. And so it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, why the fuck haven't we thought about this until now? Like where you could have this idea of <clears throat> right. generating... And it's also compatible with uh, virtual reality, so which I don't do, but right. uh, Steam's really big on that with having that compa- compatibility. So if you were to do that, it would be like you're in a room playing the board game. Right, you're actually reaching for and dealing yes. the cards, rolling the die, yeah. putting the chips in, whatever like, it is. That makes so much sense yeah. because I love – there's so many of those games that I love to play, but I don't have anyone physically around that wants to play those games. Right. You've, or you've got to – uh, organize a board game night with yeah. with you know Beth and I or, or Volucci or sure. someone and and it, it takes a lot to do where you can just yeah. now you can just hop on and make it happen. Well, no, we made a standing thing. It's like every Sunday night it's going to be our board game night. Oh, so that's awesome. Rob, yeah. Dave, and I are going to get together. And we're going to play this every Sunday night. Well, I'm like, that's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. 
And, and you guys don't have to be in the same room. You guys can be, you know, yeah. hundreds of miles apart. And on that, but the setup is really easy, too, because where we left off, I just saved it as a save file. Right. So now we can just load it up, and we're like, cool, let's go. So you don't have to keep... Or I can spend time setting up the game and then save that as a template, yeah. and then anytime you and I want to play a game or something like that, I can just load it, Pop and it's like, doom, it's already there. That's awesome. Which is so cool. So it's so much that. fun. And yeah. it's It's... There's something about it that's just like, I don't know, it's so much fun to do and so much fun to play. And there's a game I think you and I should play. It's called Tiny Epic Defenders. I'm in it. It's you and me versus the board. And I think we would have a lot of fun playing it. Done. Done. We just won that game. Yeah, we're going to win it. Because we decided to play it, we've won. We just won the game, y'all. You know what you just lost? The throwdown. Oh, no! yes. (laughs) Yes, you did. I shocked you on that one. You did. I wasn't going there yet. I thought you were going there. No. I was going to say the game. Oh, that too. Damn and everyone it. listening just lost the game too. Oh. You're welcome. If anyone doesn't get that reference, tough shit. You lost it. Right. Go look it up online and then you'll lose again. And exactly. You <laughs> lost the game. But since we're in the throwdown already, I love this. Sorry, I thought no, that was we a going. flawless. I love it. Um, <laughs> so this week what I wanted to do, uh, I thought uh, it's a carryover from last week. Mm-hmm. I said I think last week I had mentioned that there was like mm. there's one more that I wanted to do, but I'm gonna yes. save it. Yes. So because we're talking about Doctor Strange, I'm gonna throw Doctor Strange okay. against Neo in the oh, Matrix. Oh, in oh yes. I thought this one would be fun because we did we did Neo last week mm-hmm. uh, against Iron Fist, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought we had something something about Doctor Strange we had mentioned, and I thought. Neo being able to fly and bend yeah. bend things and kind of manipulate the Matrix, and Doctor Strange being able to m- manipulate all the crazy shit that he can. I want to see those two face to face. Well, it's kind of weird because it's Doctor Strange's mind in uh, a simulated environment. So the question is, does he still have the same powers in the environment that Neo does? Interesting. Interesting. Well, we were under the assumption that Iron Fist could still summon the Iron Fist. Yeah, but that was more of a, like, I guess I could see that. But a lot of what, you know, would he still have his little slinky-dinky, you know, to, to, to teleport? His sling him? ring? Yeah. Will that be able to get – will he still be able to use that, or yeah. does that not work in that world because it's not been programmed into that world? It is all a computer program, isn't it? Yeah. And unless I'm they're aware say- of – Doctor Strange and all those other dimensions. They that means they would have programmed those into the Matrix, which would then allow Doctor Strange. But technically, could you not consider the Matrix another dimension? I guess you could, but you also have to physically plug into it. Right, right. Well, I would also say this: he would actually project himself over to Neo's body and kill him. <laughs> <laughs> you always have the easy answers for these. You always, yeah. Oh, here's what's gonna happen: he's gonna ask for yeah, yeah, plug me. Too. Go ahead, plug me in. Yeah. <laughs> He's just yeah, he pops out of his body in the old world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah and just kills kills me. All right, me well, that's that. All right, there you go. That's your throwdown, folks. Victory. <laughs> now, let's say let's let's under the assumption that mm-hmm. he could channel uh, all the the mystical uh, arts and the realms and the everything that he can do mm-hmm. works in the Matrix. Okay. All right. I like that. Um, are we basing this on the movie rules or the comic book for Strange? Lore? Yeah. I don't know the comic book lore, so I'm okay. going to go movie rules. Okay. So we're basically saying that he's not Sorcerer Supreme, but he's basically where he was when he met Thor at the yeah, end credit yeah. sequence. Okay. He's he's settled comfortably into his role and is okay. very competent at what he's doing. So he's pretty close to becoming Sorcerer yeah, Supreme exactly. at that point in time, if he's not already. So it's the one versus Sorcerer mm. Supreme. Well, 
I would say Neo really his bonuses are his physical stuff. Yeah, like his physical attacks, and he can fly. Mm-hmm. But I would say that um, he also has a insane working knowledge of the Matrix at this point. He does. I mean, he can control most of the environment probably yeah. of of the Matrix. But I would also say that. Um, Doctor Strange having the ability to use his sling ring um, and uh, the other magical abilities that he has, the weapons that he has. Well, any sort of physical combat that he has, I think Neo's going to beat him. Yeah, okay, so hand-to-hand, yeah. I think Neo will beat him in any hand-to-hand combat, so he would have to use... Plus, Neo can summon any weapon he wants, too, technically, if they load it up, right? Well, if they load it up. Do you think at that point he could just... Loaded up himself. I don't think I don't think we've seen that at all no? in any okay. of those situations where he was able to load. I mean, he would interact with his environment, um, but he also got like to a situation where the key master, whoever you know, like he was in some Tibetan temple or whatever, and then in the mountains, and then like someone closed the door and locked it, and he busted through, and he was in the mountains as opposed to being in that like New York. When he, it was in like the reloaded. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he yeah. goes, oh, shit, and he had to fly. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. He had fly to, back He had from to there. get back there, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like maneuverability-wise, I think Doctor Strange yeah. has, has it on with his sling ring. Yeah. Um, but everything else we saw in the movie, he didn't have anything super impressive with fighting other than he was able to kind of, like, make his... Uh, little lasso whip little thing. lasso whip thing. Yeah. He's um, got the cape, though. He's got the cape. But I feel like most of what's going to happen is a straight-on fist fight, and that's he's going to lose if that's the case. See, I feel, yeah, straight-on fist fight, but the fact that he can conjure shields and weapons and things of that nature. Yeah, but we didn't the, see that that much in the movie. We saw it to an extent, To though. an extent. Yeah. But not enough that I think would stop Neo from really? beating his ass. Interesting. I guess if we're if we're only basing it on what we have seen him do, mm-hmm. rather than what we assume he can do at the time of meeting Thor, because mm-hmm. to me it seems like it's probably a few a few months, maybe a year mm-hmm. later, and I'm assuming he's learned. But even a the ancient one. What did we see the ancient one do? She brought him to the mirror realm and moved the the world around mm-hmm. a little bit, and then fought him hand to hand combat. Well, no, she had her her. Uh, her fans too. She had her, yeah, her weapons, which was hand to hand, more or less. I mean, it was close combat. But that's her. That's the way that she. That's yeah. the way that she fights. Because a different uh, relic will find. So mm-hmm. the one dude had the uh, the stick that that kind of went out into a whip mm-hmm. as well. So he, he also everyone had his has little, their his little boots as well. Can have them fly. <laughs> his little cloud boots. His fly flying boots. Well, I'm a step on air boots. Doop doop doop. Um, but right. everything. Most of what we saw was close combat. Agreed, yeah. Ab- so was, I yeah. feel like Neo would outdo them all. Now, to that end, though. Um, Does he have the eye of Agamotto? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Does he have the eye of Agamotto? Like, can can you just, like, stop time, stop Neo in his tracks? Could he? Or could Because I, Neo- I would say if he did some sort of situation where he was turning back time and he somehow trapped him, he could probably beat him that way. Because Neo doesn't I, – I wouldn't say Neo would have the ability to break out of the time, like – Mads Mikkelsen and their those uh, sorcerers were able to do, right? Like he wouldn't have any sort of concept of what was happening, and then because like, he wasn't able to get out of that station, yeah, that right, like, that white state, which essentially I look at that as kind of being stuck in a loop, yeah, more yeah. or less, yeah. So yeah, I think um, if he were to use the Eye of Agamotto, he could beat him because he would basically be able to control time. Yeah, I'm going to give I, personally. I'm going to give advantage to Strange on this one, just mm-hmm. because uh, if he has the Eye of Agamotto, I say it's there's no contest, he wins. but. 
with with all the other things that he uh, can conjure, um, and with the cape and everything else, I think I feel like he he has just enough to where I think he could. He, it would not be an easy fight, but I think he could best Neo. Yeah, I would say if without the eye of Agamotto, based on what we've seen from the movies, a lot of what he's doing is close combat, and I would give it to Neo okay. because I feel like. We saw guys with weapons that attacked him in, you know, Matrix Reloaded. He had no problem. A hundred Smiths. Yeah, he had no problem fighting those guys without issue. Yeah. Regardless of what weapons they had. Even with they had bullets, he was able to dodge them or stop them. That's another good so, point. So technically he does have a concept of stopping time because he can, well, with bullet time, he can yeah. he can move quicker than. Well, I the guess. idea is that he's faster than that stuff right. so that he doesn't necessarily slow time. He just, like, dodges, which also something important. Doctor Strange, not a single firearm in that entire movie. I did not realize that. Yeah. Interesting. Not a single gun or anything in the entire love movie. That. Which makes sense in a world of magic, they wouldn't need it. Right, exactly. Yeah, which yeah, I thought yeah. was really cool. All right. Well, okay. So So uh, straight hand to hand, like without yeah. Eye of Agamotto, I'd say Doctor Strange gets his ass beat. Like he just gets literally beat up. Yeah. So yeah. But with Agamotto you give it to Strange. Yeah, Strange All if right. you can control time, game over, bitch. Game over. He 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 vested Domu Dormamu. Dormamu. Tormamu Moo Moo. Moo. Moo Moo. All right, there we go. It's settled. Thanks, guys, for listening. <laughs> it's settled. Either this or this. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's done. It's settled. Both of them win depending on what one Depending of them on has. what they have equipped. <laughs> That's what happens. There you go. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we always appreciate you uh, checking in with us. Uh, let us know who you think would win in the throwdown. And uh, let us know what you think about Doctor Strange and April Fool's Day. Is April Fool's Day a big part of your life? If so, go fuck yourself. Uh, you can find MindGap on Facebook. You can also find us on Twitter at MindGapPodcast. And Justin has a website. You can find me online at JustinStranlin.com. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. Uh, check this podcast out as well as the other one I do with Milo Stevanovich every Monday. That's called The Best Bar Podcast Ever. You can find those on 2East8th.com. Also follow 2East8th on all social medias at 2East8th. And um, while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, subscribe to us, review us, let us know what you think and uh, if you like what we're doing. And uh, on any social media platform, let us know if you have a, an idea for a topic, uh, if you want to be on the episode or what you think from one of our topics. Do you agree that Doctor Strange could win against Neo or do you think Neo would best him? What do you think? Let us know. We want to hear. We want to know. I want to know what love is. I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. Mind Gap Podcast.